0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin and even more beautiful than normal uh, this fine Monday. I am your host, P Dog, joined along with my host, the mayor, the future mayor
1: of Wilton, M-Dog. How you doing, M Dog? Doing great. It's always good on a victory Monday. Victory Mondays are always better. Yeah,
0: no, it was was funny. So uh, (laughs) other than I was a little bit hung over, so I started drinking pretty early uh, Sunday. You still
1: there, Mike? You're kind of frozen to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Mm. Okay, but yeah, uh, I'm cutting out now again, but. No, no, you're good to go.
0: Um, But yeah, I started the day out with uh, Mimosas, Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll just roll right into my overs and unders. We'll we'll quit the chit chat and get straight to business. So I'll start with my under here. So the worst thing that happened to me this week was Mike bullied me into switching all my picks on our on our Bing Bong challenge. So that got him. (laughs) Yeah. So I go from potentially I don't know what it is because you know when you look back on it you're kind of like oh I might have picked this team I might have picked that team but I'm pretty yeah. sure at the most I would have had three losses but I think I would have only had two so whatever that would have been like 12 and 2 or 11 and 2 however many games there was this week I think there was 13 so 11 and 2 and so now I'm definitely running a 10k uh with the shirt that mike picks for me do you have any ideas of what the shirt you is going to
1: say No, i haven't even been thinking about it honestly so i'll have to up to start like polling my people and yeah i'm trying some to stuff out so if you guys I've, got suggestions go ahead and tweet them at me i'd, I'd yeah. appreciate it yeah mike's not very clever i think i would have been a
0: better uh t-shirt picker for the the loser but I did run six miles on a treadmill the other day, so I'm not too worried about the actual.
1: Running no, I didn't assume that part. you have a problem with the running. You're you're a pretty good runner, and then you probably have to do it every now and again just to keep your like fit test or whatever, right? Yeah, and I somewhat
0: enjoy running. I'm a weirdo like that. It's kind of my yeah. piece, my meditation. But yeah, so under Mike. Punked the living shit out of me, and I felt like such a dumbass. <laughs> and then, like, I come into the episode, and Mike just has the episode title that he hustles me, so I was
1: right I into know. a losing weekend. Right. Into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then my over, like I was alluding to before, went out to brunch for the first time in a while. Did the all you can drink mimosa things or thing, and. Just had a good time. Uh, haven't had like that good of a morning buzz in quite some time. And I rolled right into the Packer game perfectly or picked up my Miller light. and then drank through the game. But I will say much better on a victory Monday. But my head was was bumping this morning. So not not the greatest of mornings, but shook that and then had a pretty good day how about you up there
1: oh yeah so um yeah the victory monday just felt better walking into work you know it's it's weird how much my (laughs) mood changes with the like the packers being down versus them winning right in a matter of 15 minutes my mood changed quite significantly but uh so i was trying to change the oil in my car for my under, I'm trying to change the oil in my car, get it all up on blocks. I'm underneath there and the bolt is like rounded off and stripped. And so I don't even know how I'm going to change the oil in my car. Not, yeah, I'm gonna to have to take it in and they'll have to figure something out or I'll have to get a new bolt for it or something, which probably shouldn't be the end of the world. But it's just shitty that I couldn't get it done when I was, when it was like mildly decent out too. You know so
0: I'm trying to even think of so when you are undoing like your oil pan that thing is like stripped so you can't get it out or what
1: like, yeah so that like so you, normally I just put like a socket on it and yeah crank it off real quick and I put the socket on it it starts to turn and then it just slips and so I don't know it's and I don't think my socket is shit I think it's the pan because then I tried to use like a uh, like a channel lock and a crescent wrench and like an actual wrench and nothing was fucking working. So hmm. it does seem though, like if you get someone to get it off, it
0: seems like it should be easy fix. Cause it's not like yeah. it's that hard of a bolt to find. Yeah. Like, and like, that specific.
1: and I don't have, yeah, I don't have like a foreign car or something dumb where it's got some weird ass bolt that goes in there. I have a, it's an old Chevy cruise, but it's Chevy cruise. Cause like if I have to, I'll end up at a, like a pick and pull and get me a bolt out of a pick and pull. Oh, pick and pull. <laughs> yeah. <a> pick <laughs> and pull. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the name of the business, isn't it? I've never heard that before. I've always called it You've like never... a, ju- a junkyard or. So mm-hmm. in the Kansas city area, they're for sure. Just called like the name of the business is pick and pull. You, sure. you head,
0: head down to the pick and pull. And it's not a brand name. It's like, what a junkyard is called a pick and pull
1: no i think that's the brand of the junkyard like they just have like four or five of them around the kansas city area Uh, okay but i thought it was kind of a nationwide thing so maybe i'm wrong i first time i ever heard that one i like it i got
0: i got it immediately what it was okay
1: yeah and i don't know that we have any in wisconsin so i guess i shouldn't call them that but I like the it. The first I'm time gonna... I ever went to a junkyard was in Kansas City. So
0: you all pick and pull. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh so for my over, um, I did some real work and it was perfect. Like I like I feel really good about life if I have to do something like mildly physical. So I uh I had to put a tarp over my aunt's barn. So she teared the the like the wooden part off her barn and she's trying to keep the the bottom of it and so we had to put a tarp over it so it wouldn't get just like ever, rack everything in the barn over the winter with all the water and stuff going in there so we're putting a tarp up and i got to carry like these beams up onto the top of the barn and i just felt better about life after it got done and then i finished my finished my floor um in my bathroom, which I had like two little tiny strips to put in and then, I'll and the, um, like the threshold. And then I was done, but I left it for like two and a half weeks. Cause I was just like, I don't want to do it. Had like a half inch piece of floor that I had to put in yet. And I just wouldn't go cut it and finish the floor. So I don't know, but I got that done this weekend it was pretty good. Um, Look at you just getting shit done. Yep. And then for the rest of the year, I have five days of leave that I have to use at some point before like the 14th. So I'm pretty pumped that I'm going to have five days now. And then I'll, and then I'll be off from like the 17th through the second or third, whatever Monday is for January. So take two weeks off over Christmas and then I have five days that I have to use before I take those two weeks of, over Christmas. Really? you That's like use or lose or what? Yeah. So until you're five years in the state, you can't take any sabbatical. And so I just hit my five years on October 30th. So they're only going to let me take six hours of sabbatical, which is what I can put in and keep forever. Otherwise, so I have 40 hours I'm rolling over into next year that I'm going to use before June. I have 6 hours that I'm going to put in my sabbatical and then I have 80 hours that I got to so I have like 160 total hours of leave. And so I have to use those 4 weeks. Let's say I have 166 hours. I have to use 3 of those weeks before December 31st. Okay, and then, so you can only carry like a week into the next year. Yeah, and then I could have to use that before June or something. So like those three weeks I have to use and so it's all down into the end of the year but I'm pretty excited that I get to get to take some time off
0: here that's a sweet sweet setup you got coming up for you yeah from there maybe you can start thinking about how you're gonna run for the mayor of Wilton We're, we're getting some traction with uh Mike becoming the next mayor of Wilton. We might have to get my uncle on, on here. My uncle's actually the mayor of Sparta. He's a big football guy too. Um, Yeah. He can
1: give me some, he can give me some pointers.
0: Yes. of Not dropping F-bombs
1: left and right. I think that's being authentic, right? I mean, don't they want someone who's real and not a phony politician insider? Yeah, I think you're taking the Trump route there. I guess.
0: <laughs> I think I'm I not... think that's what this show is gonna turn into. We're <laughs> gonna start out as Mike running running for the mayor, and then Mike's gonna end up being a senator, and then Mike's gonna end up being the president. And this is gonna be
1: the his president ride. of the United States. Holy holy man. <laughs> yeah, president Mike. of like I don't know the banging on the drum fan club. Maybe after I get booted <laughs> off the show, <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it it'll follow you with.
1: So we are gonna
0: start doing a segment called. We we got to figure out when the
1: when they vote for mayor of small towns. I I it think it would probably be in this. It might be in April though, because sometimes they have elections in April. So my
0: uncle just like. won the mayor of Sparta fairly in reasonably. November like um, this like in a week oh, ago? no no no, no. It, okay. it was it was much before that but within this year so i don't know how long meritorial services are or whatever how long the what you would call it like you're serving for yeah your term <laughs> yeah your term that that's what i that was the term i was looking for there um but yeah so we're gonna make Mike. So give me give me three things that you would run on from for your mayor.
1: So honestly, I really don't know. There's only um, the only thing that I would like for the city of Wilton or the village of Wilton to have that I think about on a regular basis is like citywide Wi-Fi. I think that that's that's what every city should be moving towards. Is that in order to alleviate bills for people like cities should run that piece of it
0: i kind of like that and i think you could tie it into like education and so
1: education i mean like just like that's a like a basic human need in today's world to some extent is to be able to have access to the internet pornhub the- yeah porp, that's the big one I mean, you, that's a basic human need that's what i just said and maslow's it. hierarchy of needs i think sex is like number one so it's right <laughs> up there you go. Go with like oxygen and food
0: so porn hub for everybody is the <laughs> the main thing mike's running on i think you yep. should try to get a pizza ranch in town people will go nuts
1: if uh does Wilton have like a chain restaurant in the? Town? No, of course not. No. So the closest thing, like we don't have, I don't even think we have a, like a true restaurant. So we have the hitching Post, but like if you want to go in there, and I guess I haven't tried to eat like burgers or stuff and stuff from there. But like if you order a pizza from there, it's like you throw a frozen pizza in your pizza oven at your house. And hey, then, hey, don't don't be bashing some of your the your people that are gonna be voting for you. Well I'm just saying like I, I feel like if I go to a bar I can do bet we can do better than that. Okay. All right. Well you just maybe, lost maybe, like, maybe it's yeah you just I just lost. lost everybody. I just lost the election. Day one <laughs> um, I had I had them all hooked on Pornhub and then lost it just like that.
0: Mike so we don't Doherty. Have any, we
1: don't have we don't have any restaurants at all. Mike Doherty Wants to supply kids with
0: pornography. Mike Doherty swears on a podcast that he has. I think it's just going to be fun coming up with uh, like the hater ads for you. Mike (laughs) Doherty has
1: never worked a real day of work in his whole entire life. (laughs) That's fair. No, that's not true. That's not true. From the time I was 15 to the time I was 16, I did or by the summer I was 15, I had I worked really hard. But I did fall asleep on that job multiple times. But it was hard work. What was the job? So I was filling feed bags. Oh. And so the 50-pound feed bags, and then maybe it was 25. 25 or 50-pound I think it was 50s. 50 pounds, put them on a pallet, put them on the thing, seal them up. And then sometimes I got to fill totes, which was the 2,000-pound Baga feed, right? And then I would lay down on the conveyor belt when that was happening. I'd fall asleep sometimes. Overfill the totes. Dad, Dad was the boss, and he was not real happy that that's what was. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, yeah, I could imagine. But yeah, so your three things right now. So you're not very good at this. So I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to be your campaign manager from afar. Oh, perfect. So you, yeah, yeah. So that's you, good. you're going to get the Wi-Fi going. You're going to fix the Wilton pool. The Wilton pool is going to be open every day. Weather permits um, during a certain time frame. So the summer. And then your third one is you're bringing some sort of pizza restaurant
1: or Coney Island to town. Okay. so I love it. That's there you go. We're in pizza, pools, and, and porn, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the three P's. You, Mike's mayor makes Mike's Mayoral (laughs) Minute brought to you by Pornhub. Yes. All right. Well, let's go to barking with
0: the Bucks. Bucks are ten and two. This one's brought to us by
1: Remington. We're just changing the gun companies every time. Well, so like I don't really think berettas are what you're shooting deer with. So Remingtons, you're shooting you're shooting deer's with a Remington. You know so. I like maybe that. a Winchester. All fine. I got a Tika T3. That's what I'm gonna shoot my deer with. So brought to you by Remington. Mike, what do you got? Yep. What do you got? Uh so lost to the Spurs. I think Friday night they lost to the Spurs. Yep. Um, but they got a boatload of players out. Uh a shitload of players, but for the third graders, we call that a boatload because the first time I called it a shitload they all kind of overreacted it was probably not okay you got to uh, start watching your mouth too if you're going to be running for for man no that's the genuineness of what i am like that's they, they do say that's people who, real. S- who swear are more honest usually yeah i i think I, I think for the most part i'm relatively honest right but um i do swear a lot and I bet you I had three little blips in front of the third graders at least. And they like to point it out, especially my nephew goes tells his mom. Who yeah. you know. I, she thought I was, but she thought I was swearing at kids, not like so I said the wrong thing and I was like, damn it. And then he goes and tells her that I said, damn it, which isn't even really a swear word. Yeah, no, you need to you need to cut that kid off your team as fast as possible. That's that kid is one of the best players on my team for sure. Pretty easily. Well, you need to have a conversation we, with him. <laughs> uh, so, I, anyway, getting back to the Bucks, I think we get back on track when we get healthy. I don't think it'll be an issue um, tonight. They're going up against Atlanta. Last I looked, they were down five, um, right around the end of the second quarter. Yeah, um, sixty-three to fifty at halftime, Atlanta. Is beating us. I don't know who's out in this game, though. Um, I would maybe. imagine that we're still pr- fairly limited with people. So, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. uh, Bucks are the Bucks are good. They're ten and two. We're not too worried about it. It is deer season. They're just probably laying low to get through without getting dinged up too much. Exactly. Let me let
0: me see here real quick. So it looks like oh know Gian, Giannis started this game. Lopez started. Uh, Carter Allen. And, um, march and Mar- Bochan, Mar-
1: So, yeah. But so if we're looking at that, um, Holiday and Middleton for sure are out. Right. Yeah. And Holiday yep. is a good glue piece at the very least. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that our, so our best players in there and then our second and third best players are not. Are not yeah. So, so we're missing two of our top three, but yeah, I think they'll get back on track right when they get those guys. I, I would even imagine that they get a good shot at pulling this one off uh, in the second half. So down thirteen, get a good good uh, pep talk or pep halftime pep talk. And we're good to go, going to come out and crush them in the third quarter, and we are going to be eleven and two when we wake up tomorrow morning pretty pretty easily yep so from there we are going to be going to boning up on the badgers brought to you by beer drink a beer and watch the badgers so badgers uh going to iowa and just get thumped uh they lost this game 24 to 10 in true wisconsin fashion so right after illinois opens the window by uh losing to purdue giving wisconsin basically if they win out they're the the west champs and they're going to be in the big 10 championship so sure shit i get all excited and i'm like hey i think i think they could do this like And then maybe they could pull off some miraculous upset. So it is probably a blessing in disguise that we don't have to go into the Big Ten championship and run into Ohio State again and lose by like 80 points. I bet you Ohio State would be trying to put up like as many points as they could on us. Not that they would need to to make the playoffs. I know there's been a situation where they basically needed to uh, to make the playoffs and they did it to us. Yeah, I think it was a funky year where. Wait, no, Penn State won it, but whatever. Just scoring some style points just to prove that they're leaps and and bounds above
1: us. Sadly enough, college football like needs that to get like, like you said, it's better to just have a. If you win your conference championship, you're in because then there's a clear path, right? So you shouldn't have to have style points. Because if a team like Iowa went undefeated this year and was holding everybody to, you know, 20 points or less and they're just scoring 28, they would deserve to go. Like, if you have a defense that, like, stands on their head like that, you yeah. deserve to to be there whether you can score points or not. Yeah, no. Uh, hopefully that gets
0: fixed sometimes. But we'll get into the little bit of – Weird facts, I guess, in this game. So the Badgers did end up outgaining Iowa 227 yards to 146 and still lose by two touchdowns. Um I would honestly say though, the Badgers defense looks very comparable, if not better, than Iowa's defense. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it, it was it was a defensive struggle for Sure, and honestly, the biggest thing in the game that was different was Iowa's special teams played at an A-plus where the Badgers played at a D, D-minus. Um,
1: and It's a yeah, theme w- in Wisconsin football, apparently. Yeah, like no shit. In general, Wisconsin football.
0: Like Pro college. We, You guys need to start. So the Brookwood Falcons, you guys need to start honing in on these special teams problems. So uh, when those Falcons grow up to be Badgers and then Packers, they can can put a kibosh to this. But, yeah, so Iowa's touchdowns come after a blocked punt that set them up with a short field. I want to say it was a 17-yard drive. And then a pick six on Graham Mertz just – it was just a – dog shit play like i don't know it, i mean you it was a grammar play yeah it, it was true grammar fashion um i mean you could see where he was going on there but there was no business in going in there because the dude was hopping that route and taking it back to the house like
1: he well, like what i've noticed is he he lets the ball float a little bit more than i would like he, did, yeah. he doesn't put enough zip on it all the time and maybe that's due to like not having confidence in his wide receivers you know but I doubt it I mean the wide receivers have played pretty well especially in the last two or three games it, I was looking at that too yeah
0: Keontes, uh Lewis has a 51 yard touchdown catch in that game uh, I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore uh, Bell's a freshman and uh, Shimmer DK is a junior so if None of these guys are hopping in the portal. Like, where do you go? But we'll get to that when I get to the questions moving forward. But Iowa's third touchdown comes on or comes after a bad punt with a good return, and they have a five-play, 18-yard drive to to score their last touchdown of the game. Um, but, yeah, other than that, Wisconsin's defense played great. Uh, if there was a silver lining, uh, Nick Herbe had eight tackles, three sacks, just looks like a fart stud out there. It does sound, like, I was kind of like, is this guy going to be like, a uh, a pick, like a first round pick, but it sounds like he's a little undersized and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like the numbers don't lie for what he's doing and it's not even just the numbers like he's he's a monster out there he's like
1: so to be fair he's blowing up offensive linemen and getting to the quarterback like it's not just he's speed rushing around a guy and beating because I would guess that Iowa's left tackle or whatever in right tackle they're going to be borderline pros if they're not Pros, they're gonna be borderline, right? They might yeah. not be tackles in the NFL, but there'll be probably be a guard in the NFL or something like that. And I just read that quickly and then asked
0: like my little group chat that all watches the Patrick game. And they they were saying the undersized stuff, but
1: he's six to 228 pounds. Like it's yeah, so about 15 pounds, and he's gonna be right in the middle there with what linebackers are in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Cause it's not like all linebackers have to be six, five. Like I, I would say that's like tall for a linebacker almost. And you got yeah. so stuff. I think if
1: you're playing the edge rusher, that's going to be where you're, where you're going to have your issues. Right. Is that if they want him to be an edge rusher, um, then he might have to be a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. You know what I, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I
0: get like, <clears throat> cause tackles are super long so they can get their hands on you from a distance. I think it's kind of like the boxing match that happens in football is where, where reach is actually a big part of that game. I, I don't know shit about rushing a passer, but little things I've heard along the way, but it does look like he finds a way around that. And I want to say there's guys out there that have made stuff work
1: like not you know being
0: undersized so
1: for sure um, and so yeah. like if you if he can put on like 10 to 15 pounds i think he'd be fine so the best pass rusher in the NFL currently who is my is personal opinion I guess is TJ Watt um 6'4", 250. yeah I don't know like you're not that far off that I don't know what year herbig's in I don't know if he's, he, like if he's a senior he, or what he is. But... No,
0: he's, he's a junior. So, I mean, he could come back another year, uh, put that weight on. I don't know how it works because I would have assumed the season that he's having that
1: it's going to be tough to right. duplicate. But, but yeah. he might be a bit undersized, but another year and you could be right there. Or you take your time off and you go ahead and you find, you go get the, that weight for the draft and you might get picked right yeah yeah who who knows how that one's gonna play out but yeah
0: wisconsin was getting after the quarterback in this one uh they had six sacks like i said defense looked great if not better than i defense uh i defense was obviously a little bit more opportunistic uh taking that pick six back to the house but that's that's what I would did better, and that's all they had to do better than us was just play a buttoned-up game, win the turnover battle, win the field position battle, and they did all that, and they worked us. I mean, I feel like 24 to 10, it didn't feel like Wisconsin got beat too bad, but it also didn't feel like we were ever going to get anything going. I mean, one, yeah. one big play to Lewis. Um, but yeah, then moving forward, here are the questions we have. So is um is Jim Leonard the guy for the job? I think so still. Um it's his defense, you know, it's not his offense and his special teams moving forward. I think he, he can see these problems now and hopefully figure out a way to address them. Um, but yeah, if you got a top ten defense at Wisconsin. <clears throat> I, I don't get why you won't get the job, and I don't get why they don't just make it official and have him have the job yet. But maybe they got to do their due diligence and entertain
1: certain things. Well, I don't. I don't yeah, know if those and rules. As, and as a state employee, like maybe they have to do certain like hoops that you have to jump through in order to hire that position, like officially. Yeah. Like, you know, the, is it the Rooney rule or. um, Yeah. That's an NFL thing, but like, I would assume that the state of Wisconsin has certain protocols and standards that you have to like put certain things into the budget because Chris is probably getting paid for next year too. Right. So like inside of all that stuff, they have to, A lot, all that money out and because he's going to be if he isn't the highest paid um state employee he's right there i mean he's in the top five or six yeah
0: yeah so whatever i think he'll still have the job like i said he should little disappointing uh after illinois loses that one and just opens up the west for us that we just hand it right back to either Iowa or Illinois to go forward. But it's yeah. not like even if we did win the West, that too much great was going to come out of it. I think we need, so we're five and five. So I think we need one more win to be bowl eligible. So maybe this right. is the season that Wisconsin needed to uh, realize that they needed to get their shit back together to um,
1: moving forward. Yeah. So it's probably good to lose to a couple of the West opponents because losing to the West opponents actually matters, right? So if you go to the Big Ten championship game, you can kind of trick yourself into being – into telling yourself, oh, we're still good, right? Like we don't need to make huge drastic changes. We're still okay. We're still Wisconsin. We're not getting there. Illinois beating you out. Iowa beating you out. You know, multiple schools going to go from – ahead of you in the west allows you to kind of say all right let's make some real changes let's get buttoned back down and let's go back to what wisconsin football is right yeah yeah
0: and then we do need to get back to it because in this game like the offensive line did not look good so <clears throat> the question i had written there is the offensive line broken uh braylon allen was not getting anything going yeah, 17 carries for 40 yards. So, with like uh, 2.2 yards per carry, which yeah. isn't very Braylon Allen like. Uh, Garendo had seven carries for 28 yards. Looked like a little bit more of an explosive option, but <clears throat> we were definitely not shy when it came to throwing the ball. So, Graham Mertz was 16 of 35 throwing the ball, and that is crazy for uh Wisconsin football. I, I don't I'm not saying I dislike it or or like it. I, I actually think I kind of like it more if if we are gonna <clears throat> I guess progress as a team to pass where Wisconsin needs to be. I think you gotta realize if Mertz is gonna be the guy moving forward. And I think he is by default now, which uh, like it or not you know he's gonna be the guy that like i was saying uh lewis uh dk bell all should be back next year so three decent receivers at least two in uh Shimmeray and and skylar bell um <laughs> I, yeah so i don't know i guess you can't really just be like oh no we're gonna go with a freshman like we did with mertz which i think it ultimately ended up burning us. I think if we keep calling another year, um the Badgers have a better season than they did that first one. But whatever. That's yeah. That was the COVID
1: year though, right? No, it wasn't the COVID year.
0: I think Mertz's first year starting was was the COVID year. Okay. So because yeah I remember the first game he came out. I think it was against Illinois and he just lit them up because right. <laughs> I was gonna say Indiana but that was the year Indiana was rolling people and looked like looked like they had a legitimate shot to win win the big ten um I right. do have a suggestion for the big Ten moving forward but I think that's either gonna be this is gonna be my spicy meatball um but you gotta remind me Mike I texted it to you yep but we'll move we'll move forward because I think we would get stuck on that for for too long. So that's what I got for the Badgers. Pretty underwhelming performance. Iowa outplays this on special teams and, and in the discipline aspects of the game and walks away with a 24, 10 victory.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, for me, it is, we're losing games because we're not playing mistake free football. And for a long time, that's what the Badgers did is (sighs) what, was just play mistake-free football. And when they did that, they could dominate games. And it's a lot easier to play mistake-free football when you're running the ball up the middle and you have good linemen and good backs. It's pretty easy. Um, When you have a quarterback who's kind of underwhelming and not making all the throws on on a really high level, you make a lot more mistakes when you throw the ball around. And we've been throwing the ball around a lot more in the last since Chris left and so I guess that's where we're at so the offense has to buckle up and figure out how to play that game with less mistakes those mistakes are what kill us that pick six we're in that game right up until that point and really it's a seven point game without that pick six six. if you can figure out at that point you just have to figure out how to complete one drive at the end of the game instead of Figure out how to get two scores. Yeah. Yeah. Graham Mertz was definitely
0: off in that game. Two picks. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Not that guy. He's not the guy. Yep. We need him to be. All right, Mike, what do you got for the Packers? Run with the pack.
1: All right. This is brought to you by, um, Oh shoot! Now I can't think. Jerry Jones's first failed business, which is Shakey's Pizza Parlor, uh, Missouri pizza business. Um, I thought I'd throw that in just because we stomped on them again. Nine and one since two thousand and two, I want to say, against the Cowboys, Packers are, cr- which is that's that's pretty crazy. good. Yeah, that's good a- yeah. suit. I wouldn't expect that. Ah, uh, so they were. I think they've only had one or two really good years in there, though, right? So I think it was 2007. No, it was 2008 was the year that the Patriots won the Super Bowl. They were really good. They beat us on a Thursday night game, 2007 or 2008. Yeah, just
0: the Tony Romo era and then going to the Dak Prescott era, though, it's like it's never like they've been awful, like they were bad like the time I remember the Cowboys being awful. I feel like
1: Quincy Carter was
0: the quarterback or
1: something yep. like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, there was a few. There was a few other guys that were in there too that were just not very good between Aikman and Romo. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, um, nine
0: and one since that. That's
1: I'll take it. Something I'll like that. And so the Packers beat the Cowboys thirty-one to twenty-eight this weekend with a field goal in overtime. Um, uh, basically turned my whole week around. Uh, the Cowboys had, I believe, it was 195 and 0 when they led by 14 points in the fourth quarter, snapped by the Americas team, the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's another kind of
0: crazy stat. 195 and 0. I, are you just pulling these like right out of your butt,
1: or where are you hearing? I saw, I saw it on Twitter, so it's got to be true. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, but I also saw on Twitter that uh, Christian Watson was the first rookie to have three touchdowns in a game, uh, receiving touchdowns in a game. But I'm pretty sure Moss had three receiving touchdowns against the Cowboys in his rookie year, and it was like yeah. 1978 that they said they was the first one since 1988.
0: I'm pretty sure Moss is.
1: We're all receiving.
0: Yeah, but I'm and I'm. Moss. I think Justin Jefferson did it last year as well. Justin,
1: Je- that's his sophomore year last year. Oh. Uh, right? This is his third year in the league. Yeah, yeah. But I, I couldn't imagine Jamar Chase didn't do it either, though. I could be wrong. So three TDs is a lot. Like that's a strange game for <laughs> for a wide receiver, any wide receiver. Yeah. But um anyway. It's pretty unique. It's not It doesn't happen all the time, but I do think Moss did it against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, but maybe one of those was a like an end around and a rushing touchdown or something like that, and I just remember it as a pass. Um, so, uh, so we'll get into like the scoring and turnover plays. Packers miss a field goal on their first drive of the game. Uh, Cowboys get the ball. They get seven early. Uh, Rodgers fumbles on the next drive. And it wasn't Amari Rodgers, it was Aaron Rodgers. I know it's weird. Here Rodgers fumble, <laughs> we're assuming Amari Rodgers. Uh Aaron Rodgers fumbles it. Give the ball over at like the 15 or something like that. The uh, Rudy Ford gets his first pick of the game. Uh that was three plays later. Big interception. Stop the drive. Uh after that, Rodgers throws a bomb to Christian Watson for Watson's first career touchdown. Uh get get used to that because. That happens pretty consistently here. And then um, Rudy Ford gets his second interception of the day. And Aaron, Joner, Aaron Jones gets to the corner and decides he wants to get fined against, again against the Cowboys. So he gets fined, I don't know, a few years ago when he waves at somebody. Pretty sure it was a fine. Could have been just a penalty. And then he jumps in grabbing his crotch into the end zone, which I'm like 99% sure uh, Marshawn Lynch got fined for doing when he did it six, seven years ago, whatever it was. Is that? I,
0: I guess I never correlated that to like grabbing the crotch, but I guess he
1: did. so he I definitely, definitely did. And yeah, I'm like ninety-nine percent sure Lynch got fined for that. You could, which that really doesn't that doesn't surprise me that much that you get fined for that. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't seen that Jones is going to pick up a. You know, ten thousand dollar hit or something like that, but I think it's a well worth it. If you if you get the edge on the Cowboys, you gotta do something. There's Rub it something in really. a little. And I'm pretty and sure it was he, like uh,
0: Marshawn Lynch did that to the Cowboys, right? I don't remember. I don't. I remember. think that's. I think that Could was be. like because I remember. So people were saying that, and I was like, that that is way more awareness than I would have expected out of somebody like. It was, it was definitely, like, premeditated, like, oh, a guy I looked up to yeah. as a running back did this against the Cowboys, so I'm going to do this against the Cowboys. And so he went to El Paso, I think. Yeah, he's UTEP. College. He's the second second best Packer to come out of UTEP.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, the first best one we had right out here on the podcast. Yep. On like, episode, like, four. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but maybe he's like a Texas fan, right? So maybe like Dallas is a thing that he has to show him up a little bit, because I don't see I, him really doing shit like that to other teams. Yeah, I, like I think there's a, a little bit, a lot of
0: frustration, and I think the Packers needed this one. I think,
1: I think there oh, was yeah, a lot
0: of energy that needed to be released.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, uh, Aaron Jones gets the touchdown, runs it in, just gets a corner from probably like ten or twelve yards out, right? Um, really nice run. And then the Cowboys basically walked on the field and score with about fifteen seconds left in the half. They tied up. Um, basically, there was a kickoff, and the kick returner ran around long enough that that went to the end of the half. Um, tied up at 14 going into the third quarter. Uh, Cowboys get 14 points in the third quarter after an Amari Rogers punt. return. He's returning the ball and then he fumbles. Probably the least egregious fumble he's had all season, right? So it's, it happens in a bad spot. But as the punt returner, I have way more issues with you not being able to catch the ball than I do if you're running and somebody puts a helmet on them. Right. So end of the third quarter, Packers are down 28 to 14. And it feels like all the air got sucked out of Lambeau and we're done. Um, but the positive from that, like running up the field fumble, is that they're moving on from Amari Rodgers. They haven't made a, like a solid decision who's going to be that guy. Um, it was Nixon right after that. Uh, is it Keon Nixon? Yes, we'll go with that. Joe Nixon, got it. Joe Nixon. Um He did take over. He did just fine. Caught the ball. Weren't always the cleanest catches in the world, but he'd catch the ball, moved him forward a little bit. He's doing just fine. Uh, Christian Watson scores his second uh, – scores two more touchdowns in the fourth to force overtime. Um One was on a, like a nice little slant route from about the 15 or the 20 – uh, and I can't remember exactly how the other one goes, but the they get two more. They, he gets two more. Oh yeah, he gets two more touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They force overtime, right? Um, in overtime, the Cowboys get the ball. Big Mike likes to go for the uh, to go for it on fourth down instead of kick the field goal when he's pretty well within range. It was like a 53-yard field goal. Yeah, so they were saying that their kicker had hit that earlier in the day or hit yeah. in practice. Or so he was within range. Um, I don't think that it's like the worst decision McCarthy has ever no. made in game management. We've seen him make far worse ones. Uh, Packers take over. Uh, Alan Lazard makes a huge play, probably like a 25-yard play, puts him in field goal range. Mason Crosby kicks the game winning field goal and like a, a huge sense of relief for Packers fans. I, like so for, for me, like I said, it changed like my whole attitude about the game. Because I thought for sure when we we're down 28 14 that that's a loss, I was I was uh doubting the Packers pretty hard um at that moment, right, so going into the game, I still felt good about about it. It is weird to me, like the optimism that I see across Packers Twitter after a game that went pretty much the same as all of our other games. And we just hit a couple more big plays than we have in the past few games. Right. So like Watson makes the catches that he's been dropping for nine weeks. And all of a sudden that game turns around and our whole attitude about the team turns around as a, fan base yeah no
0: I I mean it was just so nice to see because everything's been so hard for us and this game was like no difference like everything was like fought for even Watson's like big touchdown where he kind of like brings the cornerback outside then he brings it inside like on a post like it's still it wasn't like that huge of a window that he could throw to. Like, it's still like a tight throw, like tight catch. Like, I think the only uh, easy touchdown I've seen this year was the one at Toure. That was just a bomb, wide open deep. But, but yeah, in this game, man, they, they had to fight for everything. Uh, they proved that they could do it. And I think that was just a lot of character shown in this team. And you, you even text me of, um, People saying, you know, Rodgers doesn't have enough heart or whatever. His head's not it and he's out there blocking. Uh and that's not his, even the
1: first time this year that he's throwing blocks. No. Right. No. no.
0: And he even in big losses, like there was times where he was like, I want to say he ran for like 40 yards versus I don't think it was the Lions. Who did we play before the Lions? Bills. Uh, the Bills, yeah. So I think in the Bills game, he like ran for like forty yards. So I don't know. I just don't get the narrative. Like I don't, I don't get the, all the hate that Rogers gets just because he's kind of like a matter of fact
1: dude. Like he's he, matter he, of. fact So I think the big problem with all the hate is that he didn't let anybody in for a like super long time, right? So he never said two shits to anybody in the media. He let them spin their own narrative and like just killed them with silence for forever. And now that he's like saying, no, you guys are not portraying me correctly. This is wrong. Now they're all bent out of shape that like he would have the balls to say that. Yeah. I get mad at people because I think that they should be held to a higher standard. We're in the NFL, right? We're doing this at the highest possible level there is. I think you should hold yourself to a high standard. I'm going to hold you to a high standard. You guys should all be holding me to a high standard. And then all that here is that he's a terrible teammate for some reason. Yeah. yeah. and I don't get that.
0: Our one guy on Twitter is just hammering that. I do think like, I, I get how Aaron Rodgers could rub you the wrong way. Like yep. in, in a sense, like how Russell Wilson rubs us the wrong way is just, I don't think he's anywhere near, like, Russell Wilson. But, like, if you don't like the guy who tries to be, like, super wise and, uh, <clears throat> I guess, analytical, maybe that's the wrong word, but, like, wise and wisdomful, like, it, it, he does seem to try – he seems to try to be very smart. And I think yeah. that rubs people the wrong way.
1: I think, especially people who only see that piece, right? Yeah. So the, the people who only see him being serious in a press conference, or like talking, because you're only really engaging him with him when he's talking to the media, right? So I bet you he's a little bit different person in practice, right? Oh, he's yeah. a guy who probably doesn't have doesn't talk about any of that shit, right? And then they ask him this stuff when he's in the media because it's come up on occasion. And he's like, well, yeah, I think this and this and this. And then, like, and it's all this smart guy talk, right? So, like, quote unquote, smart guy talk. I could see where like fans see this as like, oh, you think you're better than the rest of us. And he's just, in the way I see it, is he's just trying to fulfill like what he thinks he can be. So he's like trying to engage with that smart guy stuff. To get to that piece, I could be yeah. wrong about that, and he just is like super conceited and thinks he's the enlightened one. But I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, no, and we love him too much to
0: have like a fair, yep. fair, honest opinion on him.
1: So we can barely talk bad about Brett Barb, who's stealing money from <laughs> fucking poor people because well, we I, love that guy
0: so much. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen some stuff coming out on Farb. Uh, there was a video where he was thanking all of his fans and it was just like the most far type thing, like, like incorrect grammar. Not that I have the best grammar, uh, thanking right. his fans, telling them how the truth is going to come out soon. So once I heard that, I was like, I sure hope that there's some, something like something that he didn't know. like about. a loophole. Or, yeah. yeah. Like he, uh,
1: he, he See, but that's what I'm saying. It. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a pretty decent <laughs> amount of evidence that he's like not a good human, right? Yeah. And we're like, we got to defend him. We can do it. We just, there's got to be a loophole in there. We can, yeah, we can oh, get yeah. this, right?
0: That but, is me to a T.
1: And like, I'm doing the same thing with Rogers. Like, I don't think he's like this super conceited guy. I think he does want to be like you know, the enlightened one or whatever, like he's chasing that, but I don't think he's ever like, he thinks he'll ever get there. Yeah. Where other people see it as like, why would you even chase this? you know, you can't get it. And like, you think you're going to get it and you're a conceited piece of shit.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't get
1: the hate for Rogers. I don't you're get You're a that. hippie. Like who cares? Yeah. yeah. Like hippies are yeah. nice. <laughs> well, so like, yeah, you're a hippie. And then somebody else would say, Oh, you know, like you're a redneck. And the, that person would be like, Well, let me live my own fucking life. These are the things that I enjoy. Well, those are the things he fucking enjoys. Leave him the fuck alone. Let him play Uh, goddamn football. Yeah. That's coming
0: to you from the mayor of Wilton right there. The mayor Wilton. (laughs) Yeah. You're just going to, like, self-proclaim that you're the mayor of Wilton and it'll just be true.
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I should just, like, try to get my buddies to start calling me Mayor Mike and then, like... (laughs) Eventually they'll just be like, isn't he the mayor of the, of the village? Like, he, they I call him so. Mike. He must be the village mayor. Yeah, yeah. All and right, it'll just be prophesized, right?
0: Yep, you'll get a, the the free Wi
1: Fi, a casino in town, some pizza. Be good to go. Yep, we'll we'll put a sports book in, like an illegal sports book in somewhere. Get it, get it rolling here in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, um, you'll be like walking tall take over the town,
0: sell it to the casinos.
1: (laughs) There you go. Uh, What are your overall thoughts on how the game went? I I just thought it was great. Um,
0: Big, uh, you know, character booster. I think like what you said is, it's just finally the game did end up going our way. And all the people who have been talking all the shit about the Packers, which has kind of been us included. I mean, we're we're a little yep. bit more optimistic on that side, but they they just finally put everything together. So they gave Jones twenty four carries. Everybody and their mother's been screaming for them to give Jones uh, more carries. Plus carries
1: a game, yeah, yeah. like yeah. twenty plus a game at least, right?
0: AJ Dillon looked like he was running the ball hard again. Like he he's been soft all year long, but this game he definitely looked like he was putting his head down a little bit better like he was trying to run over a mascot uh again so that was that was great to see and then obviously Watson having the coming out party the game of his life uh to this point was great and then Rudy Ford on top of it seemed like yeah seemed like he's going to be competent and and what he did um I was a little tipsy for this one. So I don't think I can comment too much like on like the tackling and stuff, but it was just, I don't know, all around good game for the Packers. And I think, I think it's going to go a long ways. And I think they're going to be able to rip off another one in a row. We'll see what this Eagles, Eagles game in two weeks is looking like. But we play on Thursday night. We still got to figure that out. Um, when we're going to record. Yeah, what we're going to do for that one, right? But yeah, whatever. Very optimistic. Loved it. I think we're going to be back in the playoffs.
1: Um, Pretty sure. Pretty sure the Packers are a playoff team. I can't see us losing another game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But we could beat anybody on the schedule, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we had uh,
0: going into the season that, that they could definitely beat every team on the schedule, but yeah, even if you look at the standings though, so obviously there's seven teams that make make the playoffs now, uh, with only one bye week. So seeing where the Packers sit. So we are ninth, uh, behind the commanders and the 49ers. Okay. But the Niners are in,
1: yeah. Yeah, Niners are in, Commies are out, and we're out. And then we got tiebreakers on on the other teams that are right there, which probably don't hold up long-term, those tiebreakers, right? So you're going to have to either beat those teams or keep winning. Yeah. And the Packers do not have an easy schedule on out. So it's still going to be a tall
0: task, but.
1: They play to their opponents a lot. So I think we'll be in most of these games at the very least. And I honestly, I don't think there's a lot of teams that can stomp on the Packers, right? So maybe the bills game, the other couple weeks ago, that's a team that actually has the ability to stomp on the Packers, especially if something goes wrong, but I don't think there's a lot of teams out there and maybe the Eagles do too. Right. So they've been playing super, super good. Um, but we'll see how all that stuff shakes out. I think the Packers can play with anybody especially if their wide receivers show up. I agree.
0: Let's do this. Let's let's make all them doubters eat these shorts.
1: Yep. All um, right, so we're going to ro- we're going to roll into the Bing Bong challenge which uh Packer, uh Pat got a little bit um sideways on this week. He's down in the red a little bit mostly due to the fact that he agreed to switch all his picks okay. against his own better judgment, which made me pretty happy when I was writing this stuff up. Uh, yeah, you, you last bullied night. the shit out of me. See, and when I listened to it back, I did not think I even pressed that hard. I just gave you the opportunity, and you're like, I got to take this. Got to fade myself here. But I'll give you that. I bullied you bullied you enough. Pretty happy that you, like, jumped on it. And now you're definitely going to be the one that's running. Yeah. All right. So to start it off, we were on Thursday night. Falcons were minus two and a half at the Panthers. The Panthers end up taking taking that game.
0: I don't remember exactly. Twenty
1: five to fifteen, kind of stomp on the Falcons. Uh, From what I understand, we didn't watch much of that game. I might have had it on in the background a little bit, but um. Yeah, uh, basically they hop on the Falcons early 13 points and then hold on for dear life to win this game. So uh Devonte Foreman has a big game and the Panthers win, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get out to like a 13 nothing lead and just
0: hold on to that from there on out. So,
1: yeah, that's yep.
0: that's what happened there.
1: All right, next up we got the Seahawks at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers were minus three in this one. This is the first ever game in Germany. Um, Brady and the Bucks go on to beat the Seahawks twenty-one to sixteen. We do have a Julio Jones sighting. He gets a TD. What do you think about it, Pat? I I just think the
0: Bucks look like they're they're going to be scary down the stretch. They look like they figured shit out back out. Like they're back to being good. Obviously, AFC South is probably the weakest division in football right now. Uh, I guess unless you look at, like, the NFC North as well. But <clears throat> I, I think the Bucks are going to come out of
1: there, and I think they're going to be a true threat in the playoffs, my opinion there. Well, I mean, to be fair, the NFC South has nobody with, like, a redeeming, like, um, record. And at least the NFC North has the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings are – they got a great record at the, yeah. if nothing else. Uh, but I, I do think that they're going to have, like, this really great season just to go in and get, like, you know, kind of stomped on in the playoffs, which if they're going to have a great season, that's what I want to happen, is them to lose in the first round of the playoffs. That would make me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Uh, but s- speaking of that, uh, Vikings are at the Bills. The Bills are minus 3.5, and – the Vikings fight back from a, from being down 17 to get to overtime and beat the Bills late. Uh, Bills going to stop at the one-yard line in order to kind of take the game, right? Yeah, game I over. See. And then they fumble and give the Vikings like, uh, – fumble in the end zone. The Vikings get it for a touchdown. Uh, Bills do then go down the field and get a field goal, push it to overtime. Um I don't know if the Vikings got the first field goal or yeah,
0: the or not, Vikings Vikings got a field goal and overtime, and then I think they picked the ball off, and then that ended the game. So
1: yeah, Patrick Peterson had two picks in this game. Uh had a nice, really good game. Um it just pissed me off. Like the Vikings were down 17 at one point in this game, and the Bills shit the bed, and they made me angry.
0: Yeah, no, this game was just amazing. I was super glad uh, I went back and watched it. And the catch Justin Jefferson makes on 4th and 18 uh, to keep this comeback alive was one of the best catches I've ever... Like, one of the most clutch catches I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, so Mike was saying, the other guy looked like he caught it, and then Jeff, Justin Jefferson looked like he ripped it from... But I got to go back and watch that like ten more times just to see yeah. like how crazy it actually is because it's just all one hand. Uh, but Diggs and yep. Justin Jefferson in this game were like just battling like t- to one up each other. It was it was phenomenal wide receiver play. Uh, Digs like climbed the ladder. Uh, he had he that one handed
1: catch, or yeah. Like, yeah, a, almost like an OBJ, but he didn't fall over with it. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just stuck it. And yeah, those, those two were phenomenal yeah. in this game and it, it was, it was fun to watch.
1: Like honestly, the Vikings stick.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go on to this
1: next one. Mike, what do you got? Lions at the bears bears are minus three. The lions take this game 31 to 30. Um, Bears miss an extra point late and the Lions take advantage and win 31 to 30 uh, with a late touchdown by former Packer Jamal Williams. Probably the only real reason the Lions are any good at all is because they got a couple former Packers on their team. But um, really, the Lions kind of scrape one away and the Bears are wasting Justin Fields prime.
0: Yeah, Uh, Justin Fields. So, yeah, all I got for this one is Justin Fields looks like he's. Finding his own, I mean, he did have a dumb interception, but they're using him more as a, a football player instead of like purely a quarterback. And I think they're on to something with uh, fields there. And then our boy, that's weird to me too.
1: What's that? So that, he, so that, so I saw Justin Fields as more of a, like, can run if he has to, but as an elite level passer when he was coming out of the draft. Right? Yeah. So I didn't but, see him. I didn't see him as this like athlete. That played quarterback. I saw him as a quarterback that can be athletic, more like Mahomes than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Right? So Lamar Jackson is an athlete that can play quarterback. Mahomes is a quarterback that's a pretty good athlete. Yeah. I just
0: think that the wide receiver talent that they have coming out of Ohio State right there is if you're even yeah, somewhat good. of a decent quarterback, you're going to have to hit 10 yard windows. But the only other thing I had, pretty cool seeing Jack Sanford. Uh, out there ripping it up 12 tackles two sacks for the Bears uh, so one of our our Badgers was out there putting in some work <clears throat> but yeah the Lions yep. scraped that one away and I think like watching that back like the Bears had like all the highlights like when I watched it it just felt like a Bears win but they didn't they did not win it so Lions are on a no win. win
1: streak Yep, ain't nobody hating that, that the Bears got a loss. So No, no. All right, so we got the Broncos at the Titans. Titans are minus two and a half. Um, so they didn't rely on uh, Derrick Henry in this game to get the win. Titans win 17 to 10. Tannehill throws two D- TDs, and Titans beat a Broncos team that uh, now, so this is a Twitter stat again, so it could be true, could be false. If they score 18 points in regulation, they are eight and one, the Broncos would be. If their offense could score 18 points in regulation, yeah, they'd be. I think Russell Wilson's legitimately broken. Uh,
0: one thing that I wanted to touch on the game, sweet flea flicker for one of the TD passes. So they did use Henry a little bit. Actually, I don't even. Yeah, to chuck
1: you. it back to Tanhill. Yeah, so. Nice. So he he was there. I'm not saying that they didn't use him at all, but yeah, that's no, not uh, how they scored, right? Yeah, no. No. Broncos stink. All right. Moving on. Jaguars at the Chiefs. Chiefs were minus nine and a half. Chiefs get the win 27 to 17. Uh Mahomes throw four touchdowns. Chiefs are really dominant against the Jaguars, um, which is kind of what we expect. Coasted after jumping out to a 20 to nothing lead, and then just kind of, yeah, you know, put, let put it the control. It. Yep, yeah,
0: I got nothing to add there. It's what we thought was going to happen in that one.
1: Yep, so the Browns at the Dolphins, Dolphins were minus three and a half. The Dolphins boat race them 39 to 17, take the win, two of throws for three TDs. As the Dolphins route the Browns, uh, yeah. Miami looks like they're real,
0: yeah, best weapons in the league. I think Raheem Moser, Jeff Wilson, Jr. is like a decent running back tandem. And then Waddle and Hill, Kaseki is a decent tight end. And I can't think of their third wide receiver right now, but he's good too. Cause I want to say they, they kind of spread the love. Um, You don't have to pull for it, Mike, but I know they have a competent third wide receiver.
1: Yeah. And so I think that, Their system allows for Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. to be really, really quite good. And then to have like high end wide receivers on top of that really helps. And Mike McDaniels seems like he is the genius that he was sold to be. So that's what I mean by the system, right? So that that system is working for them. Yeah. And I wanted McDaniels to fail, but that's not the case. It seems like he knows what he's doing. They probably have a better quarterback situation than uh the Niners have ha- have ever really had either like feels like a better quarterback Tua does than uh Jimmy G or Lance right so yeah yeah no I I
0: think Tua is is a good quarterback uh I mean he's definitely proving that but like we said he has some of the best weapons in the league so I mean I,
1: you can't really knock him for being able to use the weapons he has around him well no so. no nope. yeah you're right uh, so, next up, we got the Texans at the Giants. Giants are minus five. Giants end up winning this one 24-16. Um, the Giants stay winning. They beat the Texans behind Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Um, Daniel Jones might be the most underrated quarterback in the league, winning all kinds of games. Doesn't hurt that Saquon Barkley is back in the fold this year. Uh, Brian Dable seems like he knows what he's up to as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I got nothing nothing for that game. I did not tune into it because just the
1: teams in it just sound boring to me, but yeah, giants. Yep. I would keep agree. Rolling. Yeah. So, um, uh, saints are minus one and a half at the Steelers. The Steelers here get the victory. I want to say it's 25, 20 and I forgot. Nope. That's the next one. I forgot to write the, what the score of this one was down. Um, Basically, T.J. Watt returns and the Steelers figure out how to become the Steelers again and start winning games. Um, I don't really have anything else. I This is yeah. a game that I would not have tuned into. I don't think the Saints feel exciting. And the Steelers have felt very ho-hum for the entirety of the season so far. Maybe with uh, T.J. Watt coming back, they'll start to be aggressive again moving forward.
0: Yeah, Steelers win that one
1: 10-20. That's, how, that's all you need to know. 20 to 10. Whatever. Yeah, I got you. All right, moving on. We got the Colts at the Raiders. Um, the Colts win this one 25 to 20. Uh, Jeff Saturday wins in his first ever, like, head coaching experience in the NFL. First real coaching experience at all in the NFL. Um, he probably just put him on the right page. He did put um, – Matt Ryan back in the game and he's really probably a great head coach cuz he's a former packer. I mean, I can't see any other reason that he Yeah. A great head coach.
0: Doesn't no, and sense. I I think all they needed was like cuz the Colts are a good team. I mean, like they're That's not a lot of talent, right? Y- yeah, right. But basically all you have to do if you come in there and like take over for the Colts You get Jonathan Taylor back healthy for basically the first time since maybe week one, week two. two or three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So feed him. They give Jonathan Taylor 22 carries. He gets 147 yards. You know, if Matt Ryan has a running back, that's running like that.
1: He can get the job done. Yep. I would agree. Um, I, I thought it was pretty interesting that he gets a win after basically everybody in the media was shitting on Saturday um, outside of maybe a few sources that were like, let's see what happens. I'd like to see somebody who didn't, you know, have to go through all the ranks. Yeah, um, no.
0: And I respected like everything he said, like even what Matt Ryan like came out and said about him after the game, he was like, he was just super self-deprecating. He was like, I don't know why I got this opportunity. i Happy that I got this opportunity. I don't know if I'm going to go, you know, 8-0 with you guys or and 8 with you guys, but we're going to find out together. And it seems like, you know, like the team rallied behind, like, the situation well, so, more than was like, why are they bringing some outside astral in? Like, the team mm-hmm. was more like, hey, this guy came in and he's getting shit on. Like, let's go – prove some for one of you know uh one of the colts best one of the greats blinding. right
1: yeah 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 one of the greats for the colts i mean yeah. he's i think he's in their like ring of honor or something like that he so, should be yeah right so h- him and peyton as a combo like everybody gives peyton all the credit but he he's a piece of that yeah, like to be able to do like decipher and like work inside Peyton's system, like that matters. But anyway, moving on to uh, our next game, we got the Cardinals at the Rams. Rams were minus one and a half. Uh, Cardinals win this one twenty-seven to seventeen. Uh, Colt McCoy leads the Cardinals to a win versus the Rams. Uh, probably the biggest news out of this game is Cooper Cup leaves with a leg injury. And the Rams are a super ho-hum team, which is the first time in a long time I've seen that out of a Super Bowl champ. Right? So you've been calling that since they won the Super Bowl. They're the worst team in the history of Super Bowls to win a Super Bowl. So um, good job, Pat.
0: Yeah, no, I think I pegged that one uh, <clears throat> pretty early. But, yeah, I there's just not much that they have going for them. I think Matthew – Stafford is, is a good, better-than-good quarterback uh, throughout his career, but I don't think he's he needed the perfect way to unfold to win that Super Bowl, and it happened for him, and he took advantage of it. So there's no knocking him for that, but I just think the Rams kind of pulled a Houdini well, win in that Super Bowl last year.
1: Yeah. And so I think what Stafford what Stafford had the benefit of was like he was in he was behind in so many games in Detroit that he had to look like a superstar because they had to throw the ball fucking everywhere. They had to throw all the time. And so he had to look like a superstar. He had no real options. Right. Um, Yeah. They just do not look good. I think they've lost their passion to win games, their defense to some extent lost their edge. And I think that's due to winning, right? So you won, you don't have that same drive to get another one. Yeah. Personal could, opinion,
0: right? That could be part of the problem as well.
1: All right. So moving on, we got the Chargers at the 49ers for the Sunday night game. The 49ers were seven of seven point favorites. Um 49ers win this one 22 to 16 and they don't cover bums. But what I did notice in this game is that it felt like a 49ers victory the whole time, even though the chargers led late into the third quarter, right? Um, McCaffrey and Mitchell really controlled, especially the second half of this game. And the chargers got dinged up on defense and there was really nothing they could do. Um, There was a really weird, um, like collision that got a guy ejected um herbert is running down the field so he's not in the pocket or anything he's probably 10 yards past the line of scrimmage getting tackled from behind by one guy gets hit across the chest by another guy and then there's some like incidental uh helmet to helmet contact and they kicked out the guy that was not head hunting at all but his helmet hit herbert's helmet and it was a rough hit but like he wasn't headhunting, and the guy got kicked out. I couldn't figure it out. And I'm a defensive apologist, so I guess you can take that for, for what it's worth. I don't know. Did you watch any of that game last night? No, I was I was out. <clears throat> By that time, I was having too good of a time for the
0: the Packers win that I needed to go to bed early and still woke up with a raging headache. So So that was one I didn't get back to, but <laughs> – but yeah, 49ers win that one 22 to 16. Not super surprising at all. Uh, what we do have that's going on that's kind of surprising. So it is almost the end of the third quarter, and the Washington Commanders are up 23 to 14 on the Eagles. And it looks like Mike is going to win 100 more bing bongs, and I'm going to lose 110 more bing bongs. On this one, um,
1: if the Eagles run off three touchdowns I've, in the fourth quarter, you got her. You cover by yeah. one. Eat my shorts, yeah, <laughs> Jabroni, Jabroni. You were ta- you were taking the Eagles in this game either way. Mm-hmm. I you had, had, had the commies a, down for this. Yeah, I basically
0: had the same week you had. Other yeah, than I would have had. Wrong. You're not. Wrong. <laughs> but. I can't cry about it too much, even though I am. Um, but, yeah, so final bing-bong count on the week. So, Mike le- Mike looks like he's going to win 870 bing-bongs this week. So, if you bet with Mike, you did pretty good. I look like I'm going to lose 550, and for the totals, Mike is going to be down to 610, negative 610, and I am down to – Three thousand two hundred and ninety Bing Bonds. So uh, I'm gonna have to get a second mortgage on the house here soon. With how many Bing Bonds
1: I've been bleeding out, but I'll give you I'll give you a couple extra double dogs if you want them each week. No, you uh, want to put a parlay together? I've already accepted the
0: fact that I'm gonna be uh, running this thing. So. I'm just not listening to you. I'm not getting tricked by you anymore. No parlays. You can
1: start parlaying teams. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. But that's like that's what you get caught up in gambling, though, is Mm -hmm. parlays fuck you every time. Yeah,
0: no. If you're a smart better and you've been betting with me, you're not very smart. So that's kind of contradictory right there. But this this would be at the point when if I was putting this much money on every game, actually. I think this is where I would be like, I need to cut my losses for the year. We're gonna reattack this. This, this one. This is next when you year.
1: start coming back, though, Pat. That this that is true.
0: <laughs> that, that is true. So never mind. I would just keep swinging for the fences. I would probably start no, doubling all my doubling all my bets.
1: Yeah, two hundred bucks on everything instead of one. yeah. Um, don't do that. Like if you're getting in like some financial shit, do not do that, please. Like, or do it. Have,
0: or do it. No, don't, I mean, you, don't you it. might be a hero. You might be able to save your family. Your wife will come back to you if you win all, all these bets.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Do it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right. Pat, you got anything else for us tonight?
0: No, I think that will wrap it up. As always, we appreciate the support. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Um, and Mike, you can take us home.
1: Yeah. All right. So, guys, subscribe, download it. Put it on every device that you can find. Steal some person on the street's phone. Put it on there. Give their phone back. You don't want to steal shit from people. And then, for all you suckers that are doubting the Brewers, the Badgers, the Bucks, or the Packers, you can eat our shorts. Roll it.
0: All them suckers that doubted the Packers. King, eat my shows all them suckers that doubted the is king eat my shows eat them all them suckers that doubted the is king eat my shows nah, nah, nah. eat my shows